those platforms, the Facebook, the Twitter, et cetera, they own this content that people are sharing around. Now people own their, it's about ownership, right? They own whatever it is, right? They own content, they own the, their identity, the facets of their identity and everything that they're creating uh, as content creators, they own it. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, a customer experience and marketing platform that gets you more reviews, more feedback, and more revenue. Want to learn more? Visit OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined today by the illustrious Chad Horn with over a decade of experience in hospitality technology with brands like Upserve, Table Up, It's a Checkmate, Director of Partnerships at Par, and now the co-founder of Devour, which is an incredibly interesting company that has all of the sexy buzzwords of today, Web3, Crypto, NFT, we're going to dive into what do those things mean? Why is it important to you? Uh, because yes, this is still a podcast for restaurants. So before you tuned out thinking, this is for the nerds, this one is for you. So Chad, first of all, welcome to Give an Ovation. Thank you, Zach. It is an absolute pleasure to be talking with you today and be talking about all this nerdy stuff. So let's let's dive into it. First of all, do you want to give us like a quick high level of what is devour and then let's jump into how do we define these these buzzwords that people have been hearing but most people probably don't even know what it is i mean this is like three years ago talking about a ghost kitchen virtual kitchen dark kitchen um these words i think are going to become as used as those words so let's let's first talk devour then let's take it one level deeper yeah yeah and and i'll be so bold as to say it's it's even bigger than that right that virtual dark kitchen transition and more like the internet where people are like what's internet what's what's www what's a url i think uh-huh. it's going to be that transformative what devour does is we are making web3 that's the kind of all encapsulating buzzword that talks about blockchain crypto nfts all of it we're making web3 technologies accessible for the restaurant industry and their guests. And it's a, it's a big undertaking. And we were doing that from the standpoint of experience and love for this industry. As you noted, I've been in various partnerships roles at various restaurant tech companies. So I've seen a lot out there that the industry is offering, what restaurant operators have to do to implement any new technology, understand that complexity from a variety of levels, both technical and operationally. And we knew me and the co-founders knew that Web3 as a whole is so huge. It's as absolutely transformational as the internet. So it's like 1997 all over again, right? Those those people who are paying attention know the industry is going to be revolutionized by this thing that's coming. And we knew that restaurants are going to need someone to help shepherd that technology in in a way that's responsible and appreciates what restaurant tours have to do and deal with every day. So you are Noah Glass, early days of Olo. Hey, you guys need a website. Why do I need a website? I've got enough people that are coming to my door and calling my phone. Um, so let's let's start with, you know, back in the day, website was a foreign word. Let's talk Web3. What is Web3 and why is this not going to be gone the way of the segue? 
where big hype, a uh, little splash. Yeah, there's so many ways you could define Web3. I, I like to go this way. In Web2, it was about sharing data, right? You had the big social platforms come on the scene. It's like, hey, I can now connect with this person and share this content. Web3 is about ownership of information. Those platforms, the Facebook, the Twitter, et cetera, they own this content that people are sharing around. Now, people own their, it's about ownership, right? They own whatever it is, right? They own content, they own them, their identity, the facets of their identity and everything that they're creating uh, as content creators, they own it. And it's, it's in this decentralized structure where people can connect, connect to what they wanna connect and be a part of communities they wanna be a part of, um, but no longer are you subject to the, the, these larger institutional organizations that have an agenda with what to do with you, your data, content, et cetera. So will there be as much front end change as there was with web 2.0? Um, remains to be seen probably, especially if we talk about the metaverse as part of the larger web three. Oh, we uh, just dropped that, the metaverse. I want to go there, Zach, but uh, we need to, to agree. Right. But the potential is certainly there for that okay. change. Yeah. Now, now every, most people know that Facebook uh, changed their name to Meta. Yeah. So talk to us about, I mean, they are really going, Zuckerberg's going all in on the metaverse. What is the metaverse? The metaverse, uh, I, I think it's useful to think about it in terms of those VR goggles, because, you know, you pop them on, you're in a virtual world like Ready Player One. Yeah, that's definitely, you got to capture that in what the metaverse is. But I think it's a it's a virtual world, or it can be a two D world. But it's it's a it's a world that's immersive that uses these blockchain concepts, right? If you think about what uh, what's foundational there, it's yeah, you're not you're not exchanging U.S. dollars in the metaverse. You're exchanging a cryptocurrency. Assets are defined by not uh, real world contracts. You're dealing with smart contracts governing. NFTs, non-fungible tokens, more buzzwords right there. But uh, digital assets utilizing blockchain technology that are just in, but in, a, in a world, whether it's a game environment or otherwise, that's utilizing those concepts. And certainly as far as it relates to restaurants, there will be branding opportunities in there. I think for the most part, the metaverse, all of this is early as it relates to restaurants. The metaverse is super early, not, not counting you know, the Chipotles of the world who can make a strong go of it right now. <laughs> so I think that's really interesting. So the, you have this concept of, of Web3, which is all around data ownership. And it's the concept that, concept that Google doesn't own my data, but I own my data and I get to, I, you get a lot more control over what it is. So there yeah. may be there may be some consumer-facing changes, or it might just be back-end changes that 99% of people won't really know about, but it will affect them. Did I, did I get the Web3 correct? Yeah, I think everyone's going to know about it in some way at some point. But like, let's in terms now, I think the way that's really useful is to use the, not just the analogy, but some examples of what's going on in other industries. So uh, I was at a conference recently where Sir Mix-a-Lot was on stage. That's the, I like big uh -huh. guy, right? And he's talking about his, his new art that he's creating. 
And whereas before he would have worked through a record label and gone out to an audience of yay big, right? Now he's focusing on his most passionate fans and connecting with them through a community enabled through NFT technology. I won't, I won't get into NFTs right now, other than to say um, it's a way for, for people to show that they own something, right? That is unique to them. It's a, it's, it, is, it is not one Bitcoin is the same as every other Bitcoin. Uh, it's, it's you have an NFT of a given thing. It proves that you own that. And so Sir Mix-a-Lot is connecting with the community, like people who connected with him as part of his NFT project, they're evidencing that they own that. They are a passionate fan of Sir Mix-a-Lot. And so that gives them special access to him and what he creates. And so what does that mean for restaurants? If restaurants start to think of themselves as artists, certainly chefs are artists, uh, but restaurant brands have an opportunity to connect with their most passionate fans uh, enabled through NFT technology. And what they do with it can be anything. It's the, the technology simply enables the communication, the financial model that makes sense for a restaurant to have a program, have a focus on their most passionate fans that doesn't make sense in the world where you don't have that same technology. There you're dealing with normal loyalty programs, normal marketing campaigns. This just unlocks a whole new opportunity to provide a higher level dining experience for fewer people. Okay, now for those of you who are still listening, uh, I hope, hopefully Chad didn't, didn't lose you there because, because I think what, what he's talking about is so important. And, and this concept of, you know, a lot of people may be saying, hey, I'm just going to sit back and wait and see. Look, did 2020 teach us nothing, right? We, we need to take a step forward. We need to start looking at these things and we need to start understanding these things. So, you know, now hopefully we have a higher level understanding of Web3, you know, with, with the data ownership, the metaverse, think of it like a, a virtual reality type place, right? And NFTs where you own a, a digital version of a specific thing. Think of it as a, a digital painting that, that you own, right? Now, in, in layman's terms, is that kind of directionally accurate, Chad? Absolutely. Everything you're saying is true. I don't want anybody to take away this. this like, hey, Chad's going to explain everything about Web3, NFTs, blockchain, cryptocurrency. I'm not. What I'm going to say is this is a time where you really need to start doing some research and paying attention. Um, there's a lot going on and it's coming on in a big way. The big brands, right? McDonald's, Panera, Chipotle, they're making massive investments in the space. I think the first thing a brand should think about is like, again, back to the internet analogy. What's the first thing a brand had to do is like they had to claim a URL. They need to make sure they were doing that land grab. Well, now there's new trademarks to, to take care of and wrap up with your lawyers that you know, no one was thinking about a few years ago. And so even if you're only going to be making a move in years, right? Like this is that you got to start thinking and exploring now because the, the long-term implications of your early action are absolutely there. So let, let's break this down to restaurant owner, five location pizza joint. They're listening in and they're thinking, all right, like what? Okay. I'm, I'm with you, Chad. I get this is big. I may not understand everything of what this means, but what are some things that I should do this week to, to prepare for this? Uh, and then as a follow-up question, if I am maybe a little more advanced and I want to push the envelope, 
what are some things that I can actually do to start using this technology? Absolutely. I think it's important uh, for, for someone in, in the restaurant space to <clears throat> first imagine a technology so powerful that's going to come along and change nearly every facet of their, their business, right? So, and their biggest problems they face, employment challenges, uh, supply chain challenges, certainly sales and marketing related uh, challenges. The blockchain is going to come and have big solutions for all of these things that restaurant operators face. So first kind of wrestle with the why of it. It's going to change your business. And then what they should do is start to, who doesn't like a good YouTube video, right? Go on YouTube and search NFTs, cryptocurrency. I like, I would say a starting point would be search Gary Vaynerchuk. This guy is awesome. He will make you a believer as to why this technology is going to be so impactful. And then in terms of what it means for you as a restaurant, there, there's two camps of restaurants that I think really need to be paying attention to it now. If you're a bigger brand and your, your brand is valuable, talk to a lawyer that has some competency with respect to this space, because they're gonna be able to give you a hit list of things you need to start tackling from an IP, uh, trademark, uh, legal perspective now. Again, even if you don't make any big moves for a year or two, McDonald's, they, they can afford to spend millions and millions of dollars right now without having to seek a short-term ROI because they know just the awareness and competency in the space is going to pay dividends for them long-term. Not every brand's in that situation. But if you're a bigger brand, your brand is valuable, talk to a lawyer. The other kind of brand that should be paying attention right now are those with a cult following. Think again about the artist analogy, right? It, musicians, um, performance artists, uh, painters, et cetera. If they've got a passionate fan base, those are the ones who've been able to do well with this technology already. And it's no different for restaurants. Uh, if your guests are, or a portion of them are really looking for new ways to connect with you as a brand, an NFT strategy makes all the sense in the world for you because this technology is perfectly designed to bring you in closer contact with those customers, create a dining experience and reward you financially for that. Not to mention the fact that if you do anything in this space right now, you're going to get so much free press, right? That all yeah. of the industry drags, they're going to like, there's going to be 10 articles about you for what you're doing because you are an early innovator. And if you have that cult following, it's going to make financial sense for you as well. So give me an example of what is something that Sophia's Pizza in San Antonio, Texas, which by the way is incredible. Uh, <laughs> what is something that they can do to leverage NFTs? Yeah, I'll talk about the easiest one, right? So Devour is out there creating NFTs to showcase uh, technology that solves the biggest problem, which is most people don't know about this stuff. Most people don't know what it is to get involved with NFTs or crypto or how. Maybe you've heard the word Coinbase, and certainly you've probably heard of a Bitcoin, but to actually do the things that you need to do to participate is still a mystery to a lot of people. So we've made uh, NFT collections focused on this industry that also solve the problem of accessibility. To get an NFT actually doesn't have to be any more complicated than any website, right? Any social sign-on, pop in your email, you can get an NFT if you're working with somebody who makes it that easy. And we do, and we have created some NFT collections around this focused on the restaurant industry. So a restaurant brand can say, yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to take a step into the, the, the shallow end here. 
um, I'm willing, right? I want, I want to do something in this space. I want to start learning and get my brand out there as, as an innovator brand. We can work together and say, hey, you, all you got to do is say, what, what is the benefit? Do you want to start attracting this growing Web3 community? Just communicate to us what that benefit is you want to impart to that guest, whether it's, you know, 10% off on Tuesdays or free fries, uh, you know, <laughs> upgrade, et cetera. And we will implement that into our platform and let the Web3 community know that you're that brand. They come to you. They get that perk for being, being in the club. And so that's an easy step. But, but uh, we could help a brand figure out, based on their situation, all of their variables, what other things they might consider doing as well. So this is like what I'm hearing. Devour kind of reminds me of a company that one of my, one of my buddies, Gary G, started called Scan. And this was in 2008, 2009, 2010. And he helped companies to utilize QR codes to create an online presence. So it was very simple that he, he um, let, let companies set up a, a really simple website. And so when someone scanned a QR code, it went to this webpage. So Ooh. it sounds like what you're doing is you're simplifying that process of, because back in the day, it wasn't as simple as a Google Chrome extension to create a, a QR code, or, and there wasn't thousands of QR code generators out there. And this was one of the technologies that, that um, Snapchat eventually bought for 50 million to help leverage their, their scanning uh, technologies and capabilities. So it sounds like you're doing a similar thing today yeah. with NFTs. And so I, I love that concept of, and, and basically what it sounds like is, it's kind of like, you know, the, uh, the Wendy's frosty keychain, right? Where if you could buy this keychain and every time you go to Wendy's, they'll give you a free kids frosty with any purchase. And so yeah. it was like, it was like a, a, uh, an actual keychain as opposed <laughs> to the blockchain. Uh, right. but th it was something that this is, sounds kind of similar. Like it's, it's a virtual version of that keychain that's a digital uh, proof that they own a thing, it yep. gets them something physical though. It's not just this virtual thing they put on their desktop and they could look at a picture of your pizza that they own, but it's it's more of a uh, the ability that they get something physical for it, right? Absolutely. Uh, best example of something physical in this space already that has occurred is a great example of what's a success right with this technology already. Uh, Fly Fish Club, uh, part of the VCR group in New York, they launched an NFT membership restaurant. When I say launch, they launched the NFT. The restaurant doesn't open until next year. Their NFT collection raised for them over $14 million over a year before they even opened their doors. And so just by virtue of the, the membership coming in the form of an NFT created a lot of value for them, certainly but also for their community who says, yeah, we like NFTs. We like exclusive dining experiences. We like the idea of those things coming together. I want to own an entity that gets me access to this kick-ass restaurant that's coming to New York City. And so that is an amazing example, right? And so and they've, their collection now is worth over $30 million. So they've already created in 16 million over in added value to their community who own this membership they can go and sell it and so some have bought and sold and it's kind of changed hands to the point where now 16 million in added value has been created for their community 
Holy it, cow. And what's it, what's this restaurant called? Fly Fish Club. Fly Fish Club. Okay, we got to check those guys out. That, that's really incredible. And, 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 and there's a lot of demand to do something similar to what they've done, obviously. Of course there would be with that kind of result. And so the, the technology is what makes that sexy. So is, you know, some is the, the buzz as well. There's a lot of reasons people get into these projects, but the ability to, to offer value. I like to think of it sometimes as like a, a super digital, new kind of digital loyalty program that you can own. You know, you, you can buy a gift card at a restaurant that you like. You can gift that to somebody. What about being able to have like this awesome loyalty status that you could own and gift to somebody? Someone moves to the area, you know, they like the brand. Here you go. You're not just getting a gift card. You're getting to be treated like a VIP forever because of this awesome thing that they've built. That's what this technology enables. Super cool. And, and Chad, I know we're, we're going to skip over a few of the questions that we normally ask because this has just been so fascinating to dive into this with you. But one question I do want to get to is, uh, who do you think deserves innovation in the restaurant industry? Who's someone that we should be following? Paul Barron, River Networks. He's an experienced restaurant guy, and he's gone deeper into this, you know, from uh, at least anybody, any other restaurant tour than I've ever seen, right? So he's always researching blockchain, NFT, crypto, metaverse, and figuring out what does it mean for the world, but even the restaurant tour, because he comes from that world. Definitely check out Paul Bear. Awesome. And how do we find and follow you and Devour, Chad? So devour.restaurant is the site, and uh, we're at at Devour Token on Twitter. Awesome. Well, Chad, for breaking down the cow of Web3, Metaverse, and NFTs down to a bite-sized burger for us to understand, today's ovation goes to you. Thank you for joining us on Given Ovation. Thank you, Zach. It was an absolute pleasure talking with you today. Likewise. And we're going to have to have you back as, as we dive deeper into this. This is fascinating stuff, man. A lot of stuff to cover. Glad you're with us today, and thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.